1: We were just at the Indiana Comic Con, so if you missed us, mm-hmm. you get a chance to meet us again mm-hmm. at PopCon.
0: Yes, well at least Robbie.
1: At least me. Yes, Ashley will be there.
0: Oh yeah, Ashley'll be there. That's an exciting thing.
1: That's Ashley true. will be there. So you get to meet a lot of us on the network.
0: hmm uh, yeah,
1: two thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting Booth. Mm-hmm. We're always excited to see you.
0: That's all I got. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network.
2: What's your favorite scary movie?
3: What's the Boogeyman?
1: Showtime. Hello, guys, and welcome back to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. And today we have a special guest for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very, very excited. It is Tyler Main.
0: Ah, Michael Myers.
1: The shape. Mm-hmm. And he is actually waiting in the waiting room for yes, us.
0: So you ready
1: to dive in? So we are ready to dive in. All right, let's go. Yeah. go so as i was saying in the intro we have tyler main T- tyler main <laughs> how are you doing today sir
2: i'm doing great i'm doing great you were a, a pro wrestler yes, is that what we you're trying to you. start thank i got you, you. okay
0: yes. yeah so we wanted to like briefly touch on the fact that you were a pro wrestler when you first started out and then an actor so can you talk a little bit about that
2: Yeah, yeah. Growing up in Canada, I was a tall, skinny kid, glasses, braces, slightly dyslexic. So I was picked on in school. And on Saturday mornings, Stampede Wrestling would come on. So I would watch Stampede Wrestling. That's the famous Hart Foundation, the Hart family. And then for the rest of the weekend, I'd read my comic books and I would watch action movies and, Mm -hmm. you know, Pretend like I was in the situations and stuff. And then on Saturday, Sunday night, there was The Wonderful World at Disney. It's probably <laughs> way before your guys' time, but a little, bit. Was, <laughs> a little bit. But it was, you know, they'd have different shows on. Right. It'd be either Tom Sawyer or uh, Davy Crockett, you know, all of these different shows. And that's how I kind of realized what I want to do with my life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and um uh, so i started training and working out and doing some martial arts and stuff and then i went to the uh Stu hart family and talked to Stu himself and he took me down in the dungeon and stretched me and i came back for more and and then when the uh wwf came in town red bastine was promoting the west coast and that and uh he said come out to la and and uh, train out there, and so then I was training with the Guerrero uh, family, right. Monte Guerrero, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's where that's where it all began. Wow. I got I got to ask, what style of karate? I knew it. <laughs> I did. I I trained with uh, Dwight Shear in Saskatoon. As he has a wide variety, um, hard and soft, Taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, Kung Fu, uh, so several different formats, and then I also took ju- uh, Judo and um kung fu oh, that's very cool my dad yeah, is actually a
1: wide variety my dad is actually a six degree black belt he did like a keto he did a kenpo mm-hmm. and i got my oh, first yeah. black belt when i was 15 because
2: he did it i was like i yeah yeah
1: I gotta continue
0: why it. not right so yeah, i think exactly. that's very yeah, cool. i got
2: some some kenpo too i think that's what Dwight taught too yeah yeah that's style of breaking and mm-hmm. blocking and breaking yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. And, uh, Kung fu is one of those styles I would like to learn as well.
2: Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's great for the fluid movements that you got and, and movement for your body, especially if you're doing film and, and stuff like that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So you got the role of saber tooth.
1: Yes. So we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit mm-hmm. for time. Yeah.
2: So how did that come about? Wow. Um, they actually talked to me about doing the stunts and, okay. Okay. you know, I was talking with the stunt coordinator, but he saw my picture cause I had the long hair and the Fu Manchu and I kind of looked a little bit like Sabretooth at the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, you know, he's like, how are you with high falls? And I'm like, look, dude, I'm a wrestler and, you know, I can do all of that. Mm-hmm. Get thrown off a of buildings, lit on fire. I draw the line, mm-hmm. you know? let's so just like he, dive in
0: right <laughs> right
2: so then uh so he goes okay and then he uh showed brian singer my picture and okay. he goes i see him for saber so my audition i went and got fake fangs and everything so i could look like the badass right mm-hmm. and uh went in and uh i knock on the door and there's this Young kid sitting on the edge of the couch typing. And I'm like, I'm here to see Mr. Singer. And he just puts his hand up. He goes, just a minute. Didn't even look up. And he just kept typing. And when he looks up, he goes, oh, my God, I'm Brian Singer and you're Sabretooth. And he jumped on the coffee table. It was a glass coffee table. I do not know how it didn't break. Oh. And he said, choke me. So I went, Whoa. And got the job. <laughs> I, I love that.
1: I will tell you, that was such an iconic movie. And I actually loved your character mm-hmm. in that movie because I I was a big Wolverine fan. I still am, but the, the beef between you the the two characters. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have done
2: more with that. I wish they would have too. You I know, think but it could have been a sleep project. You know, they had only a certain amount of time. They had the whole Universe that they had to explore. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just glad I was part of it and, yes. and mm-hmm. got yeah. in there anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, working with Surya McKellen and Patrick Stewart and Halle mm-hmm. Berry and yeah. Bamka and all of them. I'm like, hey, man, I'm here for the ride. Right. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So
1: that. Brings us well, we are jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah,
0: we're gonna do another time. (laughs) Time, (laughs) Joe.
1: Let's get to
0: the scary stuff now. So, we're gonna get
1: to the role of Devil's Rejects. We uh just started that last
2: night. Mm -hmm. Okay, what attracted you to that project? Well, I you know, I was originally auditioning for Dallas Page's role Mm
0: -hmm.
3: because
2: everything was just done on tape. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and um. I didn't hear anything. So I was like, oh, okay, what, whatever. You know, that's the way this business goes. You win some, you lose some. And um, then I get a call from the casting uh, director, and she said he wants you to take over the role of Rufus. And I was like, okay, what the heck? Why not? Mm-hmm. And she said, it's a very small part, but you'll get be on set for four days and you'll get XYZ. Okay, no problem. Went and met Rob. For the four days, mm-hmm. and everything apparently went really well. Because a couple of years later, the phone rings, and Rob's like, "Hey, man, I'm doing this movie, and if you don't do it, I'm not doing it." Okay. And, and he go, I go, okay, what is it? He goes, "It's Halloween." Okay. Explains uh-huh. <laughs> the backstory of how he wanted to have him be a product of his environment. Okay. And. Make him more than a one-dimensional character. So I was like, very cool. And then we 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 went from there to that one to to the H uh, two. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So you answered a few of my questions. Yeah, that.
1: I'm telling you, there you, was you, yeah. I, <laughs>
0: yeah Rob remembered you and was like, I'm going to get that guy <laughs> to play this. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he originally just called you up and offered you the role, basically. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. very cool. Yes. Yeah. How was it transforming
2: to the shape? Well, like- I don't call it. I don't call it the shape. I don't call him the shape. Like, okay. is the one-dimensional character? Okay. Okay. That's okay. Fair. I, I call him Michael Myers. Okay. You know? And you know, I'd watched all the other guys' performances. I wanted to bring my own thing to it. Right. So it was just uh, trying to figure out how. I was going to transition from the asylum to the um, to the full-on Michael Myers, you mm-hmm. know. And you can see that with my shuffling, and I kind of shuffle with my shoulders mm-hmm. down when I'm in the orange mask and in the asylum. And then, as I become Michael Myers and get Big Joe Grizzly's uh, jumpsuit and knife, and then the dig up the mask, mm-hmm. then it's all there. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Let me ask
1: you. How did you prepare for the role? Like,
0: I guess like mentally, mentally,
2: physically to get
0: to that like to psychotic get to that level. state, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I I mean I just like I say I just watched the other films, okay? Mm-hmm. And um researched some serial killers to see, you know, how they interacted in society and most of them, I mean you could have a serial killer next door and wouldn't even know it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um I just wanted to bring that to it and then bring the intensity when we were doing uh, the intense scenes, just ramping it up a lot. You know, most people think that um, I'm out there to kill Laurie. I'm actually trying to reunite with Laurie because it's like on our, on our poster, it says family is forever. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yes. And it is trying to reunite with Laurie. And of course, everything goes wrong. She thinks I'm a psychotic, Killer, well, which he is, mm-hmm. but she doesn't realize that it's her brother.
3: Right. Right. Trying, mm-hmm.
2: trying to reunite with her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you think there's a difference between
1: John Carpenter's Michael Myers and uh Rob
2: Zombies in terms
0: of the like violence?
2: Violence or...
0: oh,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, look at John Carpenter's was nineteen seventy eight. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a whole different ball game then, you know, you, you, you were limited in what you could do and, and the, the intensity you can bring to certain things like that. And with Rob's background and, and the films that he did in the past, it, mm-hmm. he was going to kick it up and make it more intense and, and have it be, uh, you know, the Myers family product of environment from the beginning. Right. So, right. Yeah.
1: How was it on set? Like being around Rob Zombie, being in the character, being in
2: like the whole atmosphere. Well, when I, for me, if I'm not acting, I'm goofing around and having fun. So if I had that mask off and had the knife out of my hands, I was usually messing with people, Mm -hmm. okay, and having fun. You know, because that you got to keep it lighthearted. Yeah, Um, sure. But it's it, it was it was great. I mean. Everybody became like family, okay. you know. It's, it, it's really cool. Like I still talk to Scout quite a bit. Okay, I'm and Danielle and and everybody. And when you run into people like uh, Ken Foray and and mm-hmm. all of them, it's like it just was yesterday. Right, oh, right.
0: That's so nice.
2: Yeah. Is Rob Zombie on
1: set when he's actually in the filmmaking directing? Is he kind of like an evil genius? Like the way, the way he sets up shots, the way he produces is.
2: No, I mean, people, people, look, he's a, he's a performer. He's a consummate performer. Right. Right. When he's performing and if you see him in concert, he has a total different persona than when he's in real life. Mm -hmm. And he is the most articulate, uh, intelligent soft-spoken gentleman on the planet okay. and working with Rob was nothing but fantastic, you okay. know, how, yeah. what was it like uh, filming the first
1: one compared to the second one?
0: Was there really a difference? Was
1: there really a difference in doing that?
2: Um, yes, because I said to Rob, I said, look, we need to kick it up a notch. You know, I don't want to just do the same thing. I don't want to be the the uh, franchise that just does the same thing
3: right.
2: every film. Right. And and he agreed, and and that's why we got the intensity where it is. You know, and that first kill of the nurse is sets the pace. Yeah. And it's yeah. Pretty intense.
1: <laughs> one thing i really like about the rob zombie is that he actually builds the story
0: like you were talking about yeah, yeah. i like the backstory yeah. and learning about michael i like that a lot better too uh,
1: i don't get me wrong i like john carpenter's version but i like you know you can relate to this guy you kind of know where he's coming from what makes him tick mm-hmm. and you don't you didn't get that from the john carpenter version mm
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the original. I mean, he he came out of the shadows. He's more of a one-dimensional character and and a killing machine, you know. Right. Whereas Rob's version was trying to explain that he is a product of his environment and the uh, PTSD that I uh, put Laurie through. You know, to the second film is full on there. I mean. Right. Yeah. Realized that her brother is a serial killer and trying to kill people, you know. Right. So that affected her deeply, and it it took it like Rob's films. You know, they start here and they don't take you to a happy place. they, no, take, they don't. They no. they show you what mm-hmm. is really going on, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. And I think a lot of people were wanting a happy ending, but I mean, it's a horror movie, right? So. Right. Ah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like. Yeah, I don't mind if there's no happy endings in a horror movie, personally, because that's not why I'm watching it. <laughs>
2: right, exactly. You, it's it's a release. It's a change of you know. It's it's an escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get yeah.
1: to any cool stunts from the first one or the second one? Uh, I did
2: just about everything. Really? Okay. Yeah. I like. I say I draw the line at falling off of buildings, so there was okay. another guy that did that. And then um, in the first one, they had to have him do, I think, the thing in the pool, because Mm -hmm. I had another audition I had to go for for a TV series. Okay. They let me go and do that in the afternoon, and they shot that. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything else, I did all myself. And all of H2 was me. OK, wow. That's
1: so cool. Well, well, it helps that you are a professional wrestler, so right? You can yeah. start and yeah. mm-hmm. stunts and everything like that. So you can take those falls and get up and let, talk about it another day. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: That's that's very cool.
0: So I want to just ask, yes. have you seen uh, you may not be nerds like the rest of us, um, but have you seen all of the, the Michael Myers movies that are out there? Now, um, because I mean, obviously, you filmed these before they did the new reboot,
2: too. I have seen them. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you like them? Just curious. Not to like bash them, but they're very different from what they, they are different. They don't
2: like it. Yeah. Every Halloween has a certain place in in everyone's heart that loves the franchise.
0: Mm-hmm. You
3: yeah. know,
2: and everybody's going to list theirs from a different. Yes, list.
0: that's so true.
2: So. <laughs> You know,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, it's called filmmaking for a reason. Mm-hmm. If it was all the same stuff, there'd be nothing to watch.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody yeah. brings something different to the table.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. You know, it's like. I, I was just having this conversation the other day, you know. I don't think people would have liked that Rob did a shot for shot redo of mm-hmm. uh-uh. Halloween <laughs> one. Because, and it would make no sense. What's for- the purpose of doing that? Right. Right. If you're doing a reboot or you're reimagining, it needs to be a reimagining with Mm -hmm. the same characters and following somewhat of the same principles. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And we
0: tend to like more violent Michael movies. So we're right on board (laughs) with the Rob Zombie
1: ones.
2: Why do you do yeah. I'm a little biased so. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair.
1: What happened to the masks? Do you know what happened to the masks that you for
2: Did you keep them? Did you keep them? Uh yeah, there were I think for the first one there was about six masks. Right. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh-huh. I think. And some of them got damaged and destroyed, but that to be expected. Uh, you know, because and then uh I'm not exactly sure how many there were on the uh second one. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you a fan of Nick Castle's portrayal of the Michael Myers? He, man, he's the OG. Of yeah, course. I figured.
2: <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's the OG.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, it all started with him.
0: Without him, there'd be no, you know.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Do you, you want to be a part of any other horror franchises?
0: Um,
3: You know, people...
2: Always ask me that, and I think one character that I would like to play eventually would be like a Frankenstein monster. Okay, be a Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
2: And I think that would be a lot of fun. Hmm. I could see that. Exploring yeah. Exploring sure. that. Yeah. So I'm you're definitely the- not going to be Chucky. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you'
0: a bit too <laughs> tall for that. I would say. Oh uh, would- yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs>
1: So there's a, maybe you can clear this up. Are you 6'8 or 6'9?
0: The internet is unclear.
2: I, you know, talking. when I was wrestling, I was wrestling at seven foot. I think right now, with age and everything, I'm probably standing at about 6'7, six, 6'7 seven, six, seven and a half, somewhere okay. around there. Wow. Gotcha. wow. Mm-hmm. Do you think that helped give you the role of the, of Michael Myers because he's so tall? Um. Well, for Rob's version, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. I mean, like he said, he wrote it with me in mind. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: always easier to get the job when the producer or director writes it for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, yes, it, it is.
0: Definitely. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: <laughs> so you started your own production company in 2010. Congratulations, by the way.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Was that always a dream of yours to do that? Yeah, you know, I wanted to do different roles. I wanted to expand and do stuff like, I mean, I have a wide variety of roles in, in my uh, portfolio right now. Like, I mean, I, I've done everything from comedy with uh, playing with fire with John Cena to, you know, the action films with the uh, superheroes with X-Men and and Jupiter's Legacy and Doom Patrol and all of these. And, you know, but I wanted to develop some of my own characters, you right. know, and the very first uh, picture that we did was Compound Fracture. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a little indie uh, film that we did. Also, mm-hmm. then we have Penance Lane that we did. Okay. Um, and now we're doing a graphic novel that is uh, live on Kickstarter right now as we speak. Yeah. Okay. So you brought up the, the novel. We what?
0: definitely want to hear more about we it. Want
2: to, yeah. So might as well dive into that. Yeah. Okay. So imagine Sons of Anarchy meets the Punisher with a human trafficking storyline. So I realized I wanted to get some, I wanted to get a writer on that was real gritty and intense. And, and so that's why we came up with Christopher Priest.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And through sitting and talking with Christopher and, and doing our research on the human trafficking that is happening nowadays in, in the world that we live in, Mm-hmm. I realized that I needed to do something to give back and 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 help raise awareness. So I've teamed up with DeliverFun.org. They actually have a tier in our um, Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. It is the Coffee and Comics tier. They have their own coffee brand. So you can get a, a 12-ounce bag of their coffee and our graphic novel, and you can have coffee in the morning, and you can have a great read while you're drinking your coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, And then we have a bunch of other tiers. But... Um, through that research, I realized I needed to do something more and, and, and help raise awareness for yeah. the problem of human trafficking. It is something very, very serious that is going on in the world today that people just out of sight, out of mind, yeah. right. and need to raise awareness. And, and that's what I want this book to do, even if it just opens up the conversation between people. And or families, parents and kids and say, hey, be on the lookout, take care of yourself, protect yourself mm-hmm. and always have your head on a swivel. You know, as, mm-hmm. as a martial artist, you're kind of trained to look around and, mm-hmm. and protect yourself and, and mm-hmm. right. all of that. And, and so it's just uh, hopefully it uh, this book can help people realize that it is a very serious problem. Mm hmm. Are, is there going to be multiple books or is it just going like to be like a series? Is- yeah. We're, you know, the, the door's left open. We're just waiting to see how, how this does, what my end goal would be for this is I would love to turn it into a TV series, okay. so, carry on and continue raising the awareness and, and putting the message out there because mm-hmm. it is something that is very serious. That needs to uh, be addressed.
1: I'm assuming you sell sound of freedom. Uh, I
2: have not seen it yet. I've been oh. very, very busy. <laughs> I, I okay. But I would suggest. But I'm very aware of. I'm very aware of Tim, Tim Ballard and his whole situation and his whole story. I know, I was, you know. I've researched the real yeah. story, so right. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would
1: definitely suggest you watch that. I think it would hit close to home, and yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, where can people buy this? After
2: it's out, after it's done being uh, right now, it's just on the Kickstarter. So get on over to the Kickstarter. It Ends on uh, November sixteenth. Okay, hopefully it's there's before then.
0: Okay, <laughs> no to get it out. <laughs> yeah, so get it oh, out. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. It's ending this Thursday. So okay, okay, get over and grab it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what's going to separate this
1: comic book from other graphic novels?
2: Well, it's it is a raising the awareness of this very okay. serious topic. Okay. You know, I mean, it has a very distinct message to it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is explaining a little bit of stuff that is going on in the world today. Okay. Through
3: mm-hmm. the
2: internet, through all the other avenues.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So it, it's, you know, it's not your typical superhero movie mm-hmm. or superhero uh, comic book. Right. Because it is dealing more based in reality, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the the idea—not trafficking—but I love the idea behind it and well, what you're promoting. It's right. it. really great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it, you know, just for doing all the, the over two and a half years of research on it, mm-hmm. it's opened my eyes to just how serious of a topic it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Why yeah. now? Why put it out now? Uh, well, the time was right. I've had this book on my plate for over 15 years. Okay. And it, we needed to develop it and modernize it and bring it up to date. I mean, it, it, it's just, uh, it, it just seemed like the time was right to do it. You know, I mean, we could have held on to it, we could have done it five years ago. Right. Right. You know, it's it it, it it's happening when it's happening <laughs> mm-hmm. right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Would you star in the TV series?
2: Uh, I would love to.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Okay. I would love to play Frank Kane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I figured,
2: yeah. You
1: know. Who's your favorite character in the book? Huh? Yeah. Who's your favorite character in the in the in the novel? In the novel.
2: Oh, Frank Kane, the one that's based on me. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I just want to, well, sure. you know. to make sure. I just want to make sure there are there are actually a lot of really cool characters in this book. You know, like Zhao, D.K., Che. I mean, there's if, if you go to my Instagram page or my Twitter, you can see all the different characters, and it'll explain. There's a little video on who the characters are, mm-hmm. and it's just so you get a little snippet into the world that is coming. Mm -hmm. So everybody check it out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So
1: thank you for that. Moving forward, because for time, (laughs) Um, are you going to do any horror conventions this year?
0: I know we're running low on time, but do you have any more conventions coming up?
2: Um, I'm going to OKC Oklahoma City for one Mm -hmm. in um, December on December 9th. OK. Yeah, that that, that is the last one. Of the year. Makes okay. sense.
0: You already got a bunch booked for next year?
2: Um, they're, yeah, they're starting to roll in and, and we're sure. figuring out. So, yeah, I'm always busy doing something.
3: <laughs> what's, your, like
2: what's your favorite convention to go to? Oh, God. That's, a, that's hard to pick. You know, I mean, I, I love them all for di- different reasons. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, just for me, it's meeting the fans yeah. and getting to interact with them because without the fans, I wouldn't have a job. Right. So,
0: mm-hmm. right. I learned
2: that way back in the wrestling days. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, makes sense.
2: Are you gonna go come back to Spokala? Uh, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Okay. Yeah, I was just there. I was just there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're pretty busy. <laughs> we were there. yeah, yes. um, <laughs> We do vending, so we always have a booth at the conventions, and we always like to go peek and see if there's anyone we can go wait in line for, but. Some people, like yourself, usually have long lines of fans.
2: I'm usually busy. You got to keep yeah. catch me on a, on a slow time. I know, right?
1: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. thank you so much for being a part of the show. Is yeah, there, thank you for having me on. Is there anything else you want to add to this, something that I have not asked you or would make this interview stand out?
2: Oh. Wow. Um, I don't know. Sure. I mean, we've, we've covered pretty much every topic, right? Right. I, I, think. Um, I know you get asked to be
1: interviewed a lot, but I always try to make sure I ask that one question. That's
2: like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, right now, my brain is so wrapped around this Kickstarter. Yeah, I gotcha. sure. mm-hmm. I've got like, I gotcha. we've got like till Thursday. So this is I gotcha. really I know. Good. Thursday, uh we'll I am literally I literally wake up in the in the morning and I start DMing fans and they're like is this really Tyler Maine I'm like look dude you're following me so-
0: <laughs> like, what do you think <laughs> that's so you cute they're like this and, isn't him he got
2: hacked uh, or they're like you know or, or I'll send him a message and say hey check out my Kickstarter oh you've been hacked I'm like what do you mean I've been hacked I'm I have a Kickstarter on <laughs> Kickstarter, <laughs> right, yeah, it,
0: you know? yeah. Like you're not asking them for I mean, something weird. Like send me an Apple gift card. I'm I'm stranded I, in LA. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's like I don't know. It mm-hmm. that's that's been my day from morning till night, and sending out emails and, mm-hmm. and and doing interviews and just talking with people and 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 trying to get the word out, raise the awareness. Yeah, yeah. About mm-hmm. the human trafficking. Uh, awareness and about the kickstarter. You know,
1: so. another reason why I really wanted to talk to you is because you're an in, even though you're mainstream, you're still an independent guy. And yeah. You, you yeah. understand the hustle. And her and I own an independent network,
3: mm-hmm. and so
1: you wow. understand the hustle that we go through. It's a lot of work. That's yeah. why we go to yeah.
2: all the shows. That's why we continue to promote and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And you get that. Well, that, well, of course. You know, I mean like look at people People know me and know my characters of Michael Myers and the Halloween franchise, Sabretooth and the X-Men. Those are big blockbuster things. King right. Ajax and Troy, you know, right. Doom Patrol, all of these other things. But this is where it's the indie, indie projects, passion projects where we really need people support. Right. Mm-hmm. So check it out. I would greatly appreciate it.
0: And what's the name of the graphic novel one more time?
2: It is the last Spartan red tape on Kickstarter. You can also go to my Instagram, The Real Tyler Maine. There are links there.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: on Facebook, it's the same. My website is tylermain.com. There are links that'll take you to the Kickstarter and mainentertainment.com. Mm-hmm. All will lead you to where you need to go. Awesome. Awesome.
0: And we have one last question. Yes,
2: we do. We sure. like to
0: ask this for everybody. What's your favorite scary movie?
2: Oh, jaws ah, that's,
0: that's a good one okay
2: that's yeah. new yeah mm-hmm. that i i can watch jaws it, whenever it comes on i'm watching it okay okay If i'm on a plane and jaws is on there i'm watching it okay you know?
0: <laughs> i love that yeah okay mm-hmm. all right that's awesome all right
2: thank you so much for being on the show mm-hmm. we highly
1: appreciate it all right Great talking to you guys. Yes. Great talking thank to you, too.
3: Thank you Q. so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Well,
1: guys, hopefully you enjoyed the show. He mm-hmm. was a very cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish we could have had a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. But for what we got, it was a very cool interview.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I know he's like swamped he super and super busy. busy with this Kickstarter right now. So definitely go check it out. Like he said it we've already uh, bought into it and it looks very cool yes yeah so we're excited when it finally gets released to be able to look at it and read it and yeah it just looks awesome
1: and i'm sure we're gonna have him back on the show again
0: i would love to when he has a little bit more more time time Mm -hmm.
1: to but i think that was a very good get for us Mm -hmm. i mean don't you think so?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad he was able to squeeze us in yeah. <laughs> this week with everything going on. Absolutely.
1: Very much so. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to him. Go check out and support his Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what was the comic book? It's
0: the the Red
1: Spartan. Red Spartan. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I'll I'll have everything in the the show notes too. And a link. Awesome. For you guys, so you'll be able to find it on Kickstarter.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys. Please like, subscribe. As always. Please tune in. Share this video. It yes, really helps please. us out. And exciting news. Got to throw this in here in at the end. Our streaming network is coming. Mm-hmm. You can actually search for it on Roku. The, our logo will come up. You can't click on into it yet or in the app but it's it's there Mm -hmm. it's coming Mm -hmm. so we have original programming coming Mm -hmm. this video will be on there other videos will be on there but it it's coming
0: yep and we are putting together our list for more movie discussions and reviews have not forgotten about blade still there yes and because we got to talk to Tyler Maine today. We are going to go ahead and move into our Rob Zombie movie list.
1: Yes, so we are. We'll
0: start off with the Halloween movies and then move into some of other the other Rob Zombie films that are out there. Yes. And as you heard in the interview, like Tyler said, you definitely are not going to watch a Rob Zombie movie for a feel-good time. So I'm right. excited to just get into some creepy, gory, you know, whatever. I don't even know how to really describe Rob Zombie films, but...
1: Yes. yes. We know what we're getting into. Yes, very yeah. much so. Mm-hmm. All right, guys.
0: Well, until next time, stay spooky. You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast is produced and hosted by Robbie and Sammy Brooksby as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Podcast Network. Post production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. You can also follow the Limitless Broadcasting Company at Limitless Broadcasting and your horror hosts at Robert1950 Studios and at the Samilam. We also have a TikTok at 1950 Studios. Email your creepy comments and spooky suggestions to us at boogeymanpod at gmail.com. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Have a horrific week.